Welcome to In His Hands podcast from women for women. We're here to help you find peace in knowing you are in God's hands. Our goal is sharing the word of God in simple conversations. We're here to help you thrive every day. And now, here are your hosts. Good morning. I'm Tiffany Windsor. And I'm Mary Koning. And Mary, today I want to talk about You Are Powerful. And this is everyone who is listening to today's podcast. I am speaking to you. You Are Powerful. Do you want to talk about what that means to you? I know earlier I was talking about my vision of it, but I'm going to go ahead and let you go. And I'm going to just fill in some gaps and just see what the Lord wants me to say today. Okay. But I really would love to hear the list of words because words are so powerful and how you're speaking them over us that I would like for you to just whatever comes to mind. Okay, because I know you started writing words down earlier, and I don't always remember what the Lord's telling me, but dear sisters, you are love, you are strength, you are grace. And when you let all of that come to you through God, that is true power. That is not false power. That is not power that's coming through fear and misinformation. When you stand in God's power, Mary and I have talked about this before. It's such a different feeling of not having to use our own energy and muster up our own strength. There is this amazing strength that the Lord gives you through a physical feeling, gives you in the words that you speak. I just want to see, Mary, if we can figure out how to articulate that to all of our beautiful sisters who are listening today. And thank you for that. Felt like a blessing that I accept. And I am coming from a place of recovering people pleaser and an empath. We like the word empath because it sounds kinder, but it basically is lying. I was lying to myself and not presenting who I truly was in an effort to make the other, whoever that might be, happy, giving away pieces of myself in order to please the other person and ending up in a situation where they never could possibly ever be pleased by anything I could offer because that empty space can only be filled with Jesus. So if you're there, I know what that feels like. And the way out is through Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. And when I don't speak in my God-given strength, I am empty and weary and tired, and my voice gets strident and screeching. I believe lies, and I don't stand in my strength that I know the truth, and I've spoken the truth, and I just stand and wait in that. I start to see people's uncomfortability and try to make them comfortable. And that's the old me, and the new me is a new creation. And the Lord talks about that. I love that. We're all a new creation in Christ. And it was more of a becoming. And it took a long time. I didn't arrive all at one time. It was a really long journey. And that journey was through the valley of the shadow. And I feel like I'm just coming out the other side, which is the hope I want to offer you. That there's joy and there's light. And we will all get there. And we're trying to be wise women, holding hands, offering you wisdom 
to try and help you through some of these valleys. Mary, I thank you so much for speaking your heart's truth today, because we've had this discussion. I've been independent for a very long time, and sometimes I forget about the tools that I have learned over the years that just come to me as second nature now. And one of the things I wrote down that you talked about, which is probably in our God's toolbox, is being comfortable in the uncomfortable. You have to reach this moment of not being the people pleaser, not caring what you think others may be thinking of you, that they may or may not be thinking of you. We create this dialogue in our head of thinking, well, I have to act a certain way and I have to do this and I need to do that. When the other person may not even be thinking about you or concerned about you and we become so concerned about them, but we don't love ourselves first. So we're giving away our God-given power in that moment of trying to please others that could care less. It's so true. It's self-betrayal. I betray myself in order to lift someone high. They're not even asking me to do that, but my body knows and my soul knows I'm betraying myself. And that was a tough one is to know that I have my own back. And that's a wise woman called Natalie Hoffman. She's like, if nobody else has your back, I have my own back. And I've started to tell myself that in the mirror. And it's really made a difference because I'm my best when I'm for me first. And I can only do that through the strength of Christ. And I love what you said about independent, being independent and how dependent I was on other people's happiness or unhappiness with me. That made my day or it crushed my day. There's too much of God's work for us to do, for us to be crushed by someone else's bad day or fact that they haven't done the hard work to go from immaturity to maturity and done the hard work to become emotionally intelligent and sit with our thoughts and process them and to not take them out on others, but to take them to the one who knows what to do with them, which is Jesus. What brings to mind for me when you talk about this is I'm very much a giver. I am very much a person who tries to be a mediator. And I think those are really great qualities for anyone to have. But when the other person or people don't meet you halfway, that's a mistake that I have definitely repeated in the past. And I can be honest and say that I still do where I give more than the other person does. And that doesn't serve either of us. And so in those moments, I need to be certain that I'm listening to what the Lord is asking me to say or do rather than me stepping in and allowing them to stay in their dysfunction. Today at church, pastor was talking about lifesavers. And rather than tossing them that safety net, they're not going to grow in that moment. And that's where I have to really fine tune and figure out, is it me speaking or is it the Lord speaking so that it will help them grow as opposed to just throwing out this momentary lifesaver to get them through this moment where they're not going to grow. It's discernment, isn't it? Being discerning. And a wise woman knows to pray before she speaks 
which oh, I have my hand up. I'm guilty of that so, so much, but I'm learning and I'm growing. And I like that God is telling us the road we've traveled is wisdom to share. Those hard lessons were not for nothing. And we're learning and growing too, every single day of our lives. And that has helped me just embrace that, knowing I'm not done and it's okay to make mistakes. And I will probably make mistakes every single day of my life and to just get over that get over the humiliation and roll with it. I like to roll with it. And humiliation is such a lie as well. Who's humiliated? Well, me. But then we go back to what your wisdom was. Nobody cares. Just me. <laughs> so so that has really helped me and have a sense of humor. That's helped me too. <laughs> That's good. Mm-hmm. A sense of humor is really needed because we do need to laugh at our seriousness. Sometimes I can be so serious and I do want to be more playful and joyous. And Mary, I say we need to uh, get out and play more. That sounds like fun. (laughs) And when did we stop having fun? When did we make life such a slog and so much work? I honestly believe that that's the enemy who's brainwashing us into believing there's a certain way that we need to live if we are need to be serious about how we make a living. And that is not the truth. And there's a lot more women that I am seeing on social media who are definitely getting this message, who are understanding about getting back to the basics in their relationship with God, in their relationship with their husband, in their raising their children. And I am so hopeful. I love that back to basics because it is really simple if we keep it simple. And you know that saying, kiss, keep it simple, stupid. God really wants us to live a simple life, but we're being bombarded by everything. And you and I have talked about my issue with scrolling, that if I just need a little downtime, I go to scrolling, but that's not downtime. That is actually a physical attack on my peace that I'm inviting, that I need to just full on stop and capture that time back and do something simple, like something with my hands, or go for a walk, or make something. I love to cook, and that I feel so peaceful when I cook, and I think that's a blessing from God. Here's an experience that comes to mind that I had with you recently, Mary, where you were making jam, and I had the opportunity to sit across from you at the kitchen counter and watching you go through all of these steps. And we had conversation as we do, whenever we get together, we start chatting and to watch you stir and to see the power in the moment of you in your creation and us talking about some very important topics. And it was a very moving moment for me. And I thank you for that. That was so beyond lovely because I've made a lot of jam over the years, but never with someone. So thank you for sharing that with me. Heavenly Father, we come before you trusting and knowing that you are here with us, that you are delighted with us, that we seek you. As it says in Psalm 34, verse 4, we seek the Lord and you answered us and you delivered us from all our fears. And our fears sometimes keep us from trusting that your plan is good, but we trust you. I ask that you are present with all of our circle sisters. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. 
For more information, go to inhishandscommunity.com, sign up for our newsletter and social media. We love your feedback. Please leave reviews, comments, and subscribe to this podcast to help us get the word out about In His Hands. Thank you, and dear friends, have a blessed day.